Good morning, everyone. So it's time for Christingle again. And in a moment, we're going to be talking about what the Christingle means and how we're going to make them. But to start off with, I've got a short reading, which gives us a bit of background about uh, what was happening before this special visit that Mary had and before she sang this wonderful song of praise. So let us go back, back many years, many hundreds of years, to the time before Jesus had been born. The world was waiting in darkness to see what God would do. There were so many ways in which people were cruel, little ways and big ways, from the smallest acts of unkindness to the biggest wars. The world was waiting in darkness to see what God would do. There were so many ways in which people were forgetful. People with food forgot the hungry. People with shelter forgot the homeless. People with friends forgot the lonely. The world was waiting in darkness to see what God would do. Some people said, God is asleep and we can do whatever we want. Some people said, no, God is angry and will come to punish us all with his great power. What happened next surprised everyone. God was not asleep, but God did not come to take revenge and punish everyone. Instead, he sent his son Jesus to live among them, shining the light of his love into the darkness of sin and injustice. And who did God choose to be Jesus' mother? God chose Mary, a young woman from a poor family. Mary, a young woman from Nazareth, a town of little importance. God chose a person and a place which everyone else had overlooked. God sent the angel Gabriel to tell her the good news. She would be the mother of his son. Mary was surprised and confused. What could all this mean? She thought and prayed and read the scriptures. At last she understood, and Mary sang praise to God for sending Jesus to the world. So I've got some questions for us to think about in the moment, but the first thing I noticed about Mary's song is that she didn't sing it straight away. The angel came and gave her the good news, but it wasn't until later. The Bible says Mary pondered all these things in her heart. It wasn't until later when she thought about it, when she'd read the scriptures, and when she'd gone to see her cousin Elizabeth, who'd said, you are blessed because you believed what the Lord said to you would really happen, that then she opened her mouth in praise to God. So I wonder if there's ever been a time where you have felt so joyful that you wanted to sing. Has anyone ever experienced that before, when you've been so full of joy that you wanted to sing? Can you tell us about what made you want to sing, Dora? Um, it was when I, I felt successful that I um, passed my sats. Brilliant, when you passed your sats, lovely. Did you have one, Taraya? When I also pass my sats. Okay, brilliant. So when we experience success and we achieve something. Louise, did you have one? When, we, when I found out that we were going to Paris. When you found out you were going to Paris on a special trip. Any of the adults, anyone else ever experienced that really deep joy that's made you want to sing? Anyone? I'm looking for hands up. I know, we had various. Oh, Tanya's got one. Brilliant. I'm going to come running, Tanya. <laughs> the day my son was born and the day of my confirmation. Thank you very much. 
see if there's any more. Oh, Julian, he's all the way at the back. Come this way. Is this going to be a similar theme to before? Um, when, I was singing when Louise said yes to him for the um, engagement. Okay, brilliant. So when, when she said yes, excellent. This morning we had lots of people saying that they, that they wanted to sing when like various football teams beat other football teams. It became a bit of a football theme. Um, so sometimes when we experience great joy, it makes us want to sing. So we're going to have a little look at part of the passage that we just heard. And we're going to have a look at the second slide, which is just the part with Mary's song on it. Um, if you want to look it up in the Bibles that you've got in your pews, you can do as well. Um, it's Luke chapter 1, verse 39 to 55. And this morning at the first service, I asked people to just have a look at that passage and to think about any words or phrases which stand out to you, anything that you really like or you find, find really interesting. I'm going to give you a couple of moments to talk to each other about that, and then we're going to share some things, and a couple of the children from our Thursday Connect group are also going to share a bit about what they've thought about the passage too. So do talk to each other. <laughs> Okay, we're going to stop there. Has anyone got any words or phrases that they want to share with us? Anything that you really liked or anything that jumped out at you from the passage? Louise? And he raised up the humble. Brilliant. So we were talking just now about how God cares about those who think that they are lower than others, so he raises up the humble. Any more? Anyone else got anything? We're very quiet this morning. I could hear you all talking. <laughs> Any adults got anything? Josh, shout it for me. Brilliant. Fills the hungry with good things. That's a great line. Any more? Can you say that again, Bridget? I can't hear you. God will always give mercy to those who worship him. That's a great line as well. Tuchukri, sign up. Shout it. Great, you thought that one as well, raises up the humble. Um, which of my Connect group are going to come and share with us? Is it you three? Are you going to as well, Aniola? Yeah, come on then. So we had a little look at this passage already on Thursday, and I asked them to just think about the same question that we've just discussed, and they wanted to share a bit about what they thought.
The verse that jumped out at me the most is verse 53, when Mary said, God fills the hungry with good things, but he sends the rich people away with nothing. I think she means that God gives all the necessary things to the poor, such as a good heart, but leaves the rich people alone without anything that could be useful in their lives. When Mary says rich people, I don't think she is referring to people of lots of money. I think she means people with hatred in, the, in their hearts or people who think they are better than others. Mary's message is to always be humble and modest and to not think you are better than anyone else, but to know that we are all equal. When we do this, God sees us and he will give us everything we need in life. Um, I thought that um, verse 53 was a bit strange, but then I thought um, that he, God meant that he would give those in need um, a good thing. Great, thanks very much, guys. Can we give them a little round of applause? So there's loads and loads of great phrases and words in this passage, and it really does focus on God's, God's heart for those who feel like they are um, less than other people. So we're going to have a little look at a video just now as well that gives us a bit more um, of perhaps how Mary was feeling and how, what she was thinking during this. glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. I never thought God had a plan for me. I never thought my life would mean much more than a wife and mother in a small unimportant village. I never wanted greatness. I never sought it. But God is always seeking the humble those who will think of him before themselves. He has a plan for these people, a plan for me. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. There's a part of me that's not sure I want to be blessed. I don't have the beauty of a queen or the wisdom of a judge. I'm just Mary. What if I can't live up to this incredible task God has given me to bring His Saviour into the world? How will I be judged? By people? By God? How will I be judged if I'm not strong enough? I have to believe that it is God's strength, not mine. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has always been faithful to those who love Him. I have to remember that. He has never turned His back on those who bring their lives to Him. It is not His way. It is not His way to abandon us always watch over me. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. 
He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. I humbly give myself to you, my Lord. I give myself to your will. And while I am scared, I'm filled with hope, the hope this child brings for me, for everyone. All in this world which is sick and dark and decaying, He will make new again. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. His justice isn't always easy to understand, but He calls for me to be just. And while I am not a queen or a judge, it is still His will that I show mercy. And so I will follow you. You've always been there for me, God. You will help raise this child. Help me live out your will. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Never mind. He not only cares for the poorest, but in Jesus, God has come and lived among them. And it's his lowly servant, Mary, whom God has chosen as the mother of his son. Jesus is not born into a rich or powerful household. So today we're making Christingles. And I wonder what Mary's song has to do with Christingle. I'd love to have a couple of people to help me to make the Christingle to show how it's done. I know um, Anya wanted to from Connect Group, didn't you? Do you want to come up? Um, Summer, do you want to come help her? And let's have someone different from this morning. Eli, why don't you come up as well? Okay. The children are going to help me to show you what we need to make a Christingle, but we're also going to be talking a bit about what the different parts of the Christingle symbolize. So, Eli, what do we need first when we make our Christingle? Have a look on the table. What do we need? Can you pick up the orange for me, please? And hold it up for everyone to see. That way up. Brilliant. Does anyone know what the orange represents in the Christingle? Yes, Jadisola. The world. Brilliant. The orange represents God's world and all who live in it. God cares for each one of us individually in this world, just as Mary discovered. What do we need to put next on top of our orange to prepare it for the candle? Aaliyah. We need some tinfoil. Anya, can you pick up the tinfoil for me? Now, usually, I would say that the tinfoil doesn't represent anything in the Christingle. It's just there to catch the wax. But I read something this week that was really interesting. And someone said it's like a blessing. It's like you're placing a blessing over the world and reminds us how much God loves the world and longs to bless everyone. Now, once we've got the tinfoil over the top, can you put it over the top? We need to put something in our orange. What do we need to put in it? Nancy, what do we need? We need the candle. Excellent. Now, you might need to put the orange on the table. 
put the candle in so that you can push it all the way deep inside. See if you can have a go. He might need a bit of help, girls, so if you help him. The Christingle candle is rooted deep within the earth, and it's a sign that in Jesus, God's love does not just shine on the world, it has entered into the world. Might be a bit tricky to get it in the orange, but we'll see. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, what do we need to wrap around the Christingle next? Ayola, what do we need to wrap around? The red tape. We need to put some red tape all the way around the middle of the orange. Why don't you do that, Summer? Let's pick up the red tape for you. We're going to wrap the red tape all the way around our orange. And the red ribbon around the orange is a sign of God's mercy, just as Mary talked about his mercy. The ribbon shows God's love embracing the world and is also a sign of his life being poured out on the cross. It represents Jesus' blood shed for us. And so we can remember, as we look at that red tape, that God's love never ends and surrounds us all each day. Now we need to put something else in the orange. What else do we need to put in the orange? Seth, what do we need? We need four cocktail sticks. So those are the four wooden sticks there. So why don't you help Summer and Eli putting the cocktail sticks in? The cocktail sticks are made out of wood. And that reminds us of the cross. The cross is what turns our ideas of power and privilege upside down and shows us the way of humility and service. And Mary's child would change the world in this way. Okay, finally, we need to put something on the cocktail sticks. Anyone got any ideas what we're putting on the cocktail sticks? Nancy, shout it for us. Sweets. We've got a mixture today because Sainsbury's didn't deliver all the sweets. We've got some sweets and we've got some raisins as well. So we're going to put maybe two, two or three raisins or sweets on each stick. So can we make sure that we do that, guys? Fantastic. And the raisins are the sweets remind us that God wants us to bring good into this world as we let Jesus work in and through our lives. And they also remind us that he provides good things for those who are in need. Now, at the end of the service, once we've all made our Christingles, we're going to be lighting the candles. Who knows what the candle represents in the Christingle? Ikenna. The light. Who does it represent? Who is the light? Dora. Jesus, that's right. The candle represents Jesus, the light of the world. But it's not just that. The light also brings together all the different aspects of who we are so that we can work together to bring light and healing to the world. How are we doing there, guys? Have we done it? Fantastic. Can you give them a little round of applause? Thank you. Go sit down. Hopefully some of the other oranges will stand up a bit more easily than that one. So I wonder, when you heard that story of Mary and Mary's song, where you are in this story. I wonder if sometimes you'll feel vulnerable and excluded. How might the light and love of Jesus shine on those situations that we face? Or do you know people around you who are in need, who are often overlooked? 
Where do you need to recognize the face of Jesus in others and offer them practical compassion and care? The great thing is that we don't do this on our own. Jesus doesn't just call us one by one. He calls us into a church and into a family. Mary's song reminds us that God is concerned with those who the world doesn't think much of, those who think they are lower or less important than others. And today we're going to also be raising some money for a charity called the Children's Society. In 1881, Edward Rudolph founded the Children's Society. In the last year, the money given by supporters like you enabled the Children's Society directly to help 18,164 children and to bring about 5.6 million positive changes to children and young people's lives. Some of the ways they do this are giving schools ways to make sure that poverty is left at the school gates so no one is ever embarrassed about or impoverished by their uniform. Welcoming young child refugees into communities, schools and helping them build friendship groups. Campaigning to make sure children in care are not moved home too frequently or unnecessarily and are never isolated. So, today we can remember this, that Jesus came to turn the world upside down. But really, he was turning it the right way up again. He brought light and peace into a dark and broken world. And he can do the same for us. And we can partner with him to do that for others. When we see people in need, we can offer to help, be a friend, provide what they need, and we can be Jesus' light in the world for them. So let's pray as we finish. Thank you, Lord, that like Mary, we can experience your personal love for each one of us. Thank you that, that we can at the same time rejoice that you're at work across the whole world, bringing your everlasting love to everyone, everywhere. Thank you that like Mary, you can use us to bring Jesus to the people around us. Amen. So we're going to be making our